Hi there, and welcome to another Fibre New Podcast. I'm your humble host, Jesse Johnstone. On this special edition podcast, we had the honor of sitting down with internationally renowned peak performance expert, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Dr. Della Toro McNeil. Dr. Della Toro joined us at our Hive Live franchise convention in Nashville, where he took us on an emotional roller coaster ride of unorthodox team building exercises, mind expansion practices, and some deeply vulnerable moments together as a company. In this conversation, you'll hear a replay of some of those moments, what Dr. Dell himself observed about Fibernew as a company, as well as some of his personal insights on professional development. It was, of course, an energetic and fun talk, as it always is with Dr. Del Toro, and we hope you enjoy listening in. P.S. If you're a Fibernew franchisee, we made Del Toro's latest book available for you on Hive. If you're not a Fibernew franchisee, we highly recommend you check out his book, Shift Into a Higher Gear, wherever you get your reads or listens. It's a powerful and impactful book with timeless lessons and takeaways. For now, let's get to the podcast. Enjoy and cheers. All right, I'm super pumped to be sitting down with my friend, Dr. Galatoro McNeil II. Good to see you, my friend. Thanks for taking time to sit down and have a chat. A tremendous joy, Jesse, man. Didn't we have an epic time together, bro, at Hive Live? It was unreal. Yeah, we spent that day together in Nashville just a short while ago at our convention. I know the feedback from our franchisees has been tremendously positive, but what was it like for you? What was your experience? Man, I got to tell you, so um, it was absolutely overwhelming, man, and in such a beautiful way, you know, so first and foremost, you know, you know, doing this for a living for 22 years, you know, every now and again, you run across a client that you can tell really, really loves their people and really, really is into um, the message and really wanting to deliver at the highest level for their, their, their attendees. Right. And so when I first had a chance to start interacting with you and the rest of your team, Kelly and the whole crew, and, uh, you know, I was just, I was, I was floored. I was blown away by your heart and your passion for Fiber New and for all the franchisees and for everyone to really get it at a deep level. And most clients, you know, haven't had a chance to read the book beforehand, but man, our first call, you were like, listen, I got the, you know, you had the metaphors down, you had, you had so it was, it was very apparent that you guys were, were connected to this message in a deep way. And so for me, that made me really want to go extra and, and go, go all the way in and make sure that this was a grand slam for you guys. So, you know, I wanted to make sure that we spent the extra time to make sure that we met with the, with the uh, regional leaders and made sure everybody felt comfortable. And I was excited, dude. I was just, I was pumped because I knew how much you guys were putting into it understanding the space with the whole ballrooms and, and the surprise element and all those things. I was just as excited to get a chance to facilitate it as, as uh, you guys were to see it all come together. So, I mean, I was excited. My team was excited. It was just, it was amazing. And I was really, really grateful. You guys picked an incredible venue an incredible city of Nashville to do it in was really, really awesome. And so it just, it, I, it just, it all gelled well. The food was great. The ambiance was awesome. Everything that you guys put into it, it was a very, it was very intentional, right? And so, you know, sometimes people just put meetings together and they say, okay, hey, we, we came together for a couple of days, whatever. But there was so much intentionality that was put into this experience for the franchisees. And I just felt honored to be a part of it and to be included and to be able to add the elements that we were able to add. And you guys gave me a lot of autonomy, which I really, really appreciated. And, uh, and you gave me a lot to work with to be able to weave it into the fabric of my message and make it uh, a fiber new message. We brought you in as the keynote, but I don't know if it was a keynote or an energizer, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) 
<laughs> we, were, we were really happy to have you there. The experience was awesome. And I wanted to dive a little deeper on the inner circle exercise that we did together. Because, you know, I've been talking to my friends and family about that experience and what you did with everyone in that room. Mm. Can we just step through that again? I, I want to understand wh- where where did you start doing that? When did you start doing that? And and what was the impact on you and working with our five new franchisees in that room when we did that exercise? So Jesse, thanks for bringing that up, man. So it's it's so amazing, you know, because you know the four hours felt like an hour. Yeah. It was four hours. I'm like, are you kidding me? I was like, I was mad when it was over. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're on a break, right? We're gonna come back and do like another part. <laughs> Cause it's like, it's like, you know, when you break it up from the, from the team element, the, we are one team in the beginning and then we took a break and then we came back and we did, uh, we did the um, performance beyond gold and shift into a higher gear. There was so much built up that went into it. So by the time we got to inner circle, so I've been doing inner circle for about the last 15 years. And um, it's always one of those team building things. And I change it up every year. I'm adding to it. I'm morphing it. I'm changing it. I'm building because, you know, my master's degree is in curriculum design, Jesse. So when I came into the speaking industry, I didn't come into this industry with a three points and a poem mindset. I didn't come in with a feel good special. Let me just give you a good quote and make you have goosebumps. I came in with a mindset of transformation. How do I help organizations transform? And so I learned uh, in, in, in my curriculum design background days that the best learning is done through experience. And at the end of the day, we can talk and we can theorize all day long, but it's not until you're put in an environment where you have to actuate what you learn where real transformation happens. And so, uh, you know, we do at least 12 different exercises from the airport to, you know, to the balloon castle, which was insane. We got to talk about balloon castle too, Jesus, to the hula hoops. And it all is a buildup to inner circle, right? Because it's like, okay, if we can laugh together and if we can be creative and if we can be innovative and we can, and we can hug each other and we can do all the stuff to disarm people and get everyone on the same page then we can really crack people open in inner circle. And so inner circle is just a powerful activity that allows everyone to not have to say a word, but just through walking and taking steps of faith. And as Susie Orman would say, standing in your truth, right? You know, people share more in a room, in a ballroom, than sometimes they do some of their closest friends without saying a word. Jesse, that's what's crazy. It's not like they told us stuff about themselves. They just took a walk and by stepping in, I get chill bumps just thinking about it. They, they're they owning parts of themselves that make them who they are in a room where no one's judging them and everyone's celebrating them. And I think that's because so many people came up to me and said, man, I've never been in a space like that where I felt safe to open up. And I realized that I wasn't alone in some things that I've gone through. And, and what makes it so amazing for me, Jesse, is that we think coming to professional development conferences like this, it's all about improving the professional, right? But what what I'm so grateful, man, that when I got in this industry, Jesse, the greats groomed me, right? Zig Ziglar, Dr. Stephen Covey, Les Brown, right? The legends, Dr. Maya Angelou, these people were still alive when I was getting into this industry. So they groomed me. And Dr. Stephen Covey told me this years ago. He said, all success is an inside out job. He said, so every time you go before an organization at a professional environment, if you can impact them at a professional environment, interpersonally, you will change them and shift them much more long-term than you will if you just go into that professional environment trying to impact them professionally. And so I was like, wow. And so that really hit me. And so that's one of the reasons why we do Inner Circle, Jesse, is to create 
an opportunity for people to be vulnerable and open up and share. And, and they start off with easy questions like valedictorians kind of stuff. And then it goes deeper into, you know, you know, are you adopted? Did you come from this background? Did you come from that background? You know, and then it gets into, you know, was your childhood challenging? You know, have you ever had a time in your life where you wanted to call it quits, right? And people get a chance to really open themselves up. And man, I the, the tears, the 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 release that I think that I know people got in yep. that room is just it's hard to describe. As I've been talking about it to my friends and family, the, the most impactful moments were actually in silence. We, we just sat there, 245 people in the room in silence. Um, some of us crying, some of us fighting back tears, some of us just in this completely vulnerable state with each other. Yeah. It was just, it was wild, man. And I, I thank you for that. And 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 I got to say, it was a masterstroke, not giving me full detail on that. You vaguely describe what you're going to do, but you had you know, no detail on exactly where I was going to go. And I appreciate that because, uh, you know, it, it kept it fresh. And yeah, man. Yeah. And, 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 and like you said, it's like, you can't be the same after that. No. Now you see everyone and you see them differently. You don't see them as just another franchisee. You see them in their humanity and in, in, in their vulnerability and their, their, oh, they're an actual person, you know, and we, we have thoughts and feelings and regardless of titles, right? Another one of my great mentors, Dr. John Maxwell, right? Leadership is not about titles, it's about influence, right? So we get a chance to learn the humanity behind the the, the titles and the brands and the positions and all the, the work that we do. And I think that when we can connect at that level, people don't care how much we know till they know how much we care. All of a sudden, it, it really brings that that transformation, man. And so, I mean, I, the, the, I mean literally, bro, I, this is honest truth. Jesse, when we finished that, bro, I could not walk anywhere in the hotel the rest of the that day or the next day without 10 people stopping me. Like, and like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I mean, people were were falling in, they were hugging me in, in tears again, just thinking through. I mean, there was a couple that came up to me and I don't disclose names or anything like that, but they were just like, man, my wife released something today that she had been carrying our whole marriage. And it was our, it was today in, in this environment, we came to a, a franchise conference and in this environment, she was able to release something that she had been carrying our whole marriage and, and, and it's going to take our marriage to another level. You know, he's like, I was, a, that was the last benefit I was expecting out of something like this. So I would just say to, to all the franchisees that are listening, I mean, you know, every time fiber news has an event, make sure you're in the building because these folks really care. These leaders really care about your growth and your transformation. And I've seen very few organizations that can match you all's level of commitment to your franchisees, you all's level of dedication to them and wanting to see them succeed at the highest level. It's, 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 it's incredible, man. I, I really, really was floored and I was blown away. And, and it would not have gone off as well if you guys' heartbeat was not um, as, as genuine as it was to have to give me the autonomy to say, okay, hey, take it all the way there, you know, because some organizations are like, yeah, you know, do everything except the sappy stuff, do everything except the emotional stuff, do everything except, you know, but you, 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 you didn't have that lens on it. And so I was grateful for that. And so I appreciate you for allowing us to step all the way in and help them in that way. I really like your approach. You said it a few minutes ago, but I think you actually said it on the microphone to get the weekend started where you believe in, uh, you know, be, to be a better chairperson, you have to be a better person. To be a better repair person, you have to be a better person. 
And that's really what we focused on in your session, wasn't it? It was just getting down to our core emotional self and working yeah. on that. And that's the part I appreciated the most. And, 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 and Jesse, I really believe, thank you. And, and I really believe that that's what sticks. That's what lasts, right? Because that's the, you know, I always say this, you always take you with you. So develop you, you know, no matter what job changes or career changes or portfolio changes or product changes or service changes or whatever, whatever, you know, we always take us with us. So the most important person to develop is us. You know, you can't divorce yourself from yourself. So, you know, self-development and personal development is huge. You have energy and passion levels through the roof like no one else I didn't quite know. So... Do you come by that naturally or what do you do to foster those those levels of passion and energy in your life? <laughs> it's a great question, Jesse. I mean, energy and passion. One of the things that we had a chance to talk about in the keynote was I was talking about the fact that I spell energy differently than the way most people do, right? I spell energy I-N-N-E-R dash G in her gratitude because for me, every morning I wake up, no exaggeration, I make a list of, of 10 things I'm grateful for, right? And that thing, those things could be anything from warm sheets to hot water, to I can hear the sound of rain, to the means to be able to travel and do what I love, uh, the ability to be a great father, uh, the ability to, to lead a great team as a CEO, uh, the ability to have incredible clients, right? So I remember leading up to the Hive Live, I wrote Fiber News name down in my journal, probably eight or nine different times, your name, Kelly's name, the different team members that were coming together, different times leading up to the event because I was great. I love, I believe in that. And so for me, it's like my passion to do what I do comes from my commitment to wanting to make my goal is never to make me look good. My goal is to make my client look good. You guys spent months and months and months and months and months planning this event. My goal was to come in and just add value to whatever it is that you guys have already set forth and so, and to weave it in. And so I'm always just in awe and I can't, and, and so, so my energy and passion comes from that. And it comes from an internal gratitude to God to get a chance to do what I do. I mean, I, I tell people all the time, I mean, I love my industry. I love my profession. I mean, I get a chance to think about what we just did. You know, we went into a room full of strangers and by at the end of four hours, we felt like family. You know, I, 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 I honestly feel, I, I promise to God, I feel like if I went to any city and I said, boom, you know, I need, I need a fiber new connect in this city. Those folks will take me to lunch in a heartbeat and, and make oh, yeah. sure that I'm good to go, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's the power of, of, of transformation. And so my energy and passion comes from wanting to see people get it and wanting to create that collective connection and, and really share a powerful human experience with other people and wanting to make my client feel like they're on cloud 10 for, for, for choosing us to be a part of helping their meeting be successful. And so because I was in on all the meetings and all the planning and all the emails, it's like, okay, this is the moment, you know, we got to make this incredible. And so, you know, that's, that's always my goal. That's always, that's always, so that's what drives me. And I stay around people who are, so I, I really do. I practice what I preach. I stay around people who are also high energy. So my mentors, my friends, my coworkers, I mean, everybody that's close to the Dr. Del Toro brand are all positive people. They're upbeat people. They're humble people. They're not prideful. They don't, you know, they don't brag about the money they make. I mean, they're just very, very grateful, good hearted individuals. And so my team is like that. And my mentors and my coaches are like that. And my friend group is like that. So if that's the space that I feed from, then when it's time to serve humanity, 
I can serve from that same place. So your own professional development becomes easy when you hang out with all those people, doesn't it? Because you're just being fed with all sorts of energy and new ideas. And I mean, you're just constantly learning from them, I imagine. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's 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 I mean it's there's no way I can go to an event or a conference or a mastermind group or 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 a retreat. And it's, it's, you know, when you're a keynote speaker, you're constantly in all these environments. Like I was talk, telling you earlier, I'm getting ready to speak for Boeing in a couple of weeks, right? So, but when you go to these events, it's like, there's so much you learn there. You you learn. So now I'm learning about, so, you know, speaking for Fibernew taught me so much about the franchise model, taught me so much about, you know, all of the different industries that the fabrics that you all renew, restore and repair are in. I would have never thought boating and and aviation and 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 you know patios and how home furniture and this and all these different places where where fiber new is thrives. I'm like, wow, that's really amazing. And then and then to go from that to you know speaking at so so my mind is constantly being exposed to new things. It just is. And so when I go before a client, you know, with 22 years in the game at this point, Jesse, I'm bringing such a lens does that make sense of all these different places that so it allows me to draw from a lot of different things i'm constantly reading and that's one of the things i want to encourage everyone to do i mean if you're if you're really going to be the ceo of your franchise constantly be listening that's why i'm so grateful to you guys for getting everyone the audio book and getting them the digital workbook really really commit to listening to good information every single day that you know studies show that if you will listen to something positive the first 30 minutes of every day you will increase your personal and professional productivity by 35%. So just by, just by, but, and I, and I, and I help, I, I like to help people understand it, Jesse, from this standpoint, your mind is like a radio, whatever station you tune it to is the frequency you're going to get. Right. So if I tune my mind to a country station, country music is going to come out. If I tune my mind to R and B station, R and B music is going to come out. If I tune it to smooth jazz, smooth jazz is going to come out. So if that's the truth and my mind is like a radio, if I tune my mind to negativity and what's not working and, and what I don't have, right? The only thing that can come to me in my car is whatever is vibrating with that frequency, right? Mm-hmm. However, the second I tune my mind to possibility, positivity, right? Using all my balloons and all my tape, right? <laughs> Using all my resources, right? As soon as I as soon as I tune my mind to all the resources that are available to me, now nothing but more of that can come in as well. And so 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 and, and like like I said, I've been doing this I've been doing this particular program over fifteen years. I've never seen a more innovative group leverage the uh, the balloon castle like you guys did. I mean, it was just. Okay. So let's talk about this because there was okay. some controversy. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I don't want to get ahead. I'm, not, I'm sorry, my bad. No, it's true. We 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 gotta we gotta unpack this because uh, to paint the picture, uh, you gave everyone a bunch of balloons and you signed them the uh, task of building the the tallest structure out of the balloons, and you gave yep. them some tape, mm-hmm. and you said make the most of this. Yeah. And our innovative people that we have in Fiber New, of course, you know, use that and then some. <laughs> but what did you see? I, you know, you started to mention it that you saw some innovation. I mean, what what was your takeaway from our group? So, 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 so here's the deal, right? So the whole lesson, I tell them, I, I tell them the punchline before we even get to the joke, right? I tell them, I tell them the end from the beginning. Stephen Covey says, begin with the end in mind. So I told him from 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 Jump Street, the problem is never resources; it's always resourcefulness. Right? How do we use what we have to the fullest? And so if you think about it, we all have access to the same social media. We all have access to the same internet. 
We all have access to the same 24 hours in a day. So we all have access to the same bag of balloons, 72 balloons, and one roll of tape, right? It's how we use that to create the tallest structure possible. So each family group, each posse was given the exact same stuff. And they had 15, 20 minutes to build the tallest freestanding balloon structure possible. Now, here's the thing. Each posse had a set of balloons that represented the color code for their posse. And those balloons were on a string. So unbeknownst to you and I, right? We didn't know that halfway through it, these groups were like, okay, how do we make this taller and taller and taller? Next thing you know, they're starting to pull all the strings and the, the balloons that came with their posse. And I'm like, I've never seen this level of creativity before in my life. It was like unbelievable. And so it, it was this beautiful, it was beautiful watching these structures get bigger and bigger, watching the franchisees look across the room at other franchisees to see, okay, how are they doing things better? How are they doing things differently? Which is healthy, right? It's yeah. important that we come into spaces like this and we thought share and we thought partner and we yeah. learn best practices and we learn how can we cross pollinate ideas. So I was grateful for that, right? The human mind compares and contrasts its cognitive phenomenon. So that was a plus, but it was what they then did with that information to then continue to build higher and higher. And literally the contest was who touched the highest part of the ceiling. It wasn't about <laughs> was it tall. It was who got, who got to the highest part of the ceiling. And I'm like, what a powerful conversation and what revelation. And it makes you, it just makes you think completely differently. It's like a, it's like out-of-the-box thinking, right? And some groups didn't even think to use the string, the extra string in the balloon. They didn't think to use that as a resource. They didn't think they were allowed to, which speaks to another thing, Jesse, which is, you know, how how how, how much are we allowed to color outside the lines, right, in life and business? How, how much are we allowed to push the envelope in life and business to create a new outcome? You know what I mean? So it was yeah. amazing. It was fascinating. It was a perfect fiber new metaphor from, from my perspective, where it's just, what can I use? How can I make this work? Looking at our neighbors to see what they're doing. How can I learn from them yeah. working together as a team? It, it was it was an awesome exercise. All from <laughs> and they were disqualified, Jesse, if they didn't use all their stuff, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> they're at the end trying to like run all the way down the hall to get rid of all their tape. I'm like, <laughs> but even that's a metaphor. It's like, okay, you have way more than you even realize, right? right. And so at the end, you're scrambling trying to get rid of it all. That just shows you the amount of abundance that we come from. And so oftentimes we're thinking uh, in a place of scarcity. And so I want to encourage every franchisee that's listening right now, shift shift from whatever scarcity mindset you have to an abundance mindset. You got more than enough balloons. You got more than enough tape. You got more than enough string. You got more than enough. You have, there is so much more. If you just open your eyes to what's possible, there is more than enough. But if you tune your if you tune your brain to what's not enough, the only songs that could come in are more of the same. You yeah. got to shift your mindset to abundance and to possibility, and then those songs are the only thing that's going to come into your radio of your life and your business. When it comes to planning, changing frequency, changing the, the radio dial, so to speak, what are some things that you recommend starting out with for someone yeah. who wants to make that shift and make that change? What do, what do you yeah. say? I, I say start the night before. Okay. So I'm a big person. I'm a big believer in, in um, the power of the unconscious mind, right? So have you ever, Jesse, have you ever um, gone to sleep watching TV 
and then you dreamt about the thing that you were watching? I believe so. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah, yeah. It, it happens to all of us, right? Yeah. The only reason why that happens is the last thing you fed your unconscious mind was whatever you were watching, right? So that's all. That's the most recent stimulus it received. So that's what it processes. So the unconscious mind never goes to sleep. From the time you were born to the age you are right now, your subconscious mind is a 24-7 machine, just is. Our conscious minds go to sleep every night. So one of the things that I help organizations understand is the importance and individuals understand is the importance of really feeding your unconscious mind. So if you want Monday to go well, it begins Sunday night. It begins by taking a look at, so as you're listening to this, let's think about how you want tomorrow to go. If you want tomorrow to go well, start the night before. Take a look at your to-do list. Take a look at your goals. Take a look at your appointments, your meetings. What all do you have going on tomorrow? And how can you prepare and feed your subconscious mind some things that you want to make sure that you have happen tomorrow so that while your conscious mind goes to sleep for those six or eight hours, your unconscious is alive and well preparing and it's already in the next day setting things up for you. So that's number one. So prepare the night before. Number two, make sure you work from a to-do list, right? Um, most productivity experts tell us that um, in the run of a day, this is going to blow your mind, Jesse. In the run of a typical day, we have about two to four hours of peak productivity in any one given day, okay. two to four hours. The rest of the day tends to be what we call filled with what's called superfluous activity. Mm -hmm. Superfluous activity is stuff that that we kind of do, but it doesn't really affect the bottom line, right? It's work stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's just admin stuff, right? Yep. So if you only had two to four hours to get everything done, how would you leverage that time? Does that make sense? Yep. So that's one of the things that also help people understand. And then the third thing I helped them understand is something that Brian Tracy helped me with a long time ago is the hardest thing in your day, do it first. Do it at your highest level of energy. Because if you can do the hard thing at your peak state of energy, everything else will be super duper easy, right? So whatever the most complicated task is, Try to put that at the top of your day, right? And then another thing that helps for me is sorting with my strength and staffing my weakness. Knowing what are those things, Jesse, in, 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 in my day, that's the, the revenue generating activity, what aspects of the revenue generating activity are my strengths and which aspects of revenue generating activity are not really my strengths, they're more like a weakness. How do I staff that weakness so that someone else can be doing that so that I can spend my time in my core genius and operating in my level of excellence. Those are some things that I do to make sure that my productivity on a daily basis is kind of at its highest. I love that one. It actually reminds me of an exercise I did a few years ago from, from my chair where I made a list with two columns of stuff I like to do and stuff I don't like to do. <laughs> and I that really helped basically form a job description for where I needed some help in my business and said, I'm going to outsource all this stuff. And we there now, you go. And we said the same thing to franchise owners. What do you like to do in your business? What, what do you excel at? Yeah. What are all the things that you know are, seem a bit of a drag? Yeah. Figure out a way to outsource those. Because right. I can't That's right. Yeah. So, and it's so crucial and people don't understand. Okay. Just by you taking, just by pushing those few things off your plate, it frees you up to be so much more creative, innovative, so much more uh, dedicated and passionate to the things that you really do really want to do and engage in at the highest level. It's just, it's just, it's, it's gangbusters how much more we can get more done when we really focus on the things that really resonate most with us. Can yeah. Flip the switch for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just uh, in closing here, I wanted to ask you about the Dr. Delatoro business and brand and your journey 
what's next for you? I know you have Boeing coming up, but uh, you know, thinking even larger terms, what what's the business plan look like for you? You know, so for me, you know, um, you know, so my business model is really two things. You know, I, I travel the world, you know, keynoting and doing training for companies and organizations. But the second part of my business is is training up people who love to do this work. So I mentor and coach aspiring speakers, authors, and coaches. And so um, I help them to get a solid start in the industry, help them write their first books. And I mean, I'm eight books in at this point. You know, we've, hold, we've sold hundreds of thousands of copies of our books all over the world. Uh, we've hit all the bestseller lists. You know, this year, I'm so grateful. A lot of doors have opened for us. So um, there's a couple of things that I'm excited about. Uh, we filmed a, We filmed a documentary while we were actually at uh, Five Renew, which was awesome. So we're editing that, and that's going to be awesome. So that's going to be great promotion for you guys. <laughs> As soon as we as soon as we get a sample of, of, of a first draft of an episode, I'm going to send it to you so you guys can check it out. It's really phenomenal. So I love television. So I've done reality television. I've had my own reality television show. I love doing documentaries. I love doing educational, inspirational television and film. So that's a big part of what I love doing. So I'm, I'm hoping and believing for bigger doors to open in that space. Uh, for me, I love real estate. Getting back, so I'm going to get, be getting back involved into some commercial real estate projects and things of that nature. So uh, as an entrepreneur, I love I love keeping a diverse portfolio of several different things. But my, my, my bread and butter is, is always uh, just going out and impacting uh, the next generation. I'm really passionate, uh, especially coming out of a pandemic, man. I love helping organizations rebound. You know, one of my favorite movies was The Karate Kid and, and, and Rocky growing up. So I love when we as humanity get a chance to get back up again. And post-pandemic, you know, organizations all over the world are trying to get back up again. Entrepreneurs are trying to get back up again, figure out the next thing, right? So I love helping organizations do that. So that's a big part of what I enjoy doing as well. So my brand is just continuing to grow and expand. And and I'm always just out to to make my clients just be in such awe of of the work that we do that they bring us back and and continue to um, find more in different ways to incorporate what we do uh, and help the planet. So, uh, you know, I, I teach, I have a teaching, Jesse, that is kind of counterintuitive. I say that life should look better behind you than it does in front of you. And most people at first blush when they hear that, they say, they kind of disagree. They say, no, if you have a great vision for your life, life should look better ahead of you than it does behind you because behind you is the past and in front of you is the future. And I'm saying, correct. However, the world in front of you has not seen, felt, or experienced your footprint. The world behind you has. So when you look at yesterday, yesterweek, yestermonth, and yesteryear, the planet should look better because you lived. The planet should look better because of the impact that you already made. That's my whole heartbeat. I want to look back and say, man, I've left this world better than the way I found it. And every single day I'm working to continue to do that and have a great vision for the future, but I like to make an impact where I am in the present right now. And I believe the more we can do that, the more we can change the planet. Well, speaking of leaving the world a better place, I think this podcast has done that for a lot of listeners. So really, really, really appreciate your time. Very grateful for your friendship and everything you brought to Fibernew, all your messaging and your energy and, and just everything you've done for us so far. Let's continue this conversation in the future. And let's Absolutely. I can't wait. And and, I, and, I, and keep sharing with me all the different things you all are doing to incorporate the messaging. I saw the other day you text me uh, that you guys had, had just uh, uh, took one of the quotes and put it on. I thought that was so neat, man. So there's so many 
ways that the messaging can just continue to live on. So I'm excited about it. And anything I can do to add value, man, please let me know. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Always. Thanks so much, brother.